Hello, Fempreneurs. Lindsay Berry here. I am so excited to introduce to you Molly Mandelberg in today's episode. She is the creator of the Tactical Magic podcast. Molly is a powerhouse of knowledge when it comes to getting your knowledge online, creating courses. Um, one of the areas of her expertise, which we're going to dive into a little bit in this episode, is creating quizzes as a way to build a relationship with your target market online. Molly, again, she just, she absolutely blew my mind as I was getting to know her in this conversation and when she interviewed me for her podcast. So make sure to check out her podcast. It's called Tactical Magic. You can find her on Instagram at wild one rising, wild underscore one, O-N-E underscore rising. And Molly is one of our 30 speakers at the Fempreneurs Leadership and Marketing Conference. Her workshop is going to be so fantastic. Make sure to uh, check out our conference. If you don't have a ticket yet, here's a little bit of the info. It is January 4th, 5th, 6th, and 7th. That's four days, 12 hours a day of workshops, live and interactive workshops, where you're gonna get to interact with the speaker, you're gonna get to interact with the other attendees. We also have two times a day live networking events on Zoom, where you're gonna get to meet five fempreneurs in each of those sessions. Now you are going to be just blown away with this conference. I still can't believe the amazing, talented women who have stepped forth, have stepped forth to give their knowledge and just, they're just such heart centered entrepreneurs who want to help you. The woman who has a business, who has a dream, who has this passion to serve, they want to help you do that. And they're going to help you do that in this conference. So don't miss it. Grab your ticket now at yycfempreneurs.com. All right, let's dive in and meet Molly Mandelberg. Thanks for joining us today here at YYC Fempreneurs. Uh, really excited to introduce you to all these ladies. I know a lot of them are really, really excited for your presentation at the conference to learn more about all the things you know about. So why don't you just start by telling us how you started your business and why you started your business and how that all happened. Yeah, it uh, honestly happened to me pretty accidentally. Um, I never sat down and made a business plan and decided to go and start some new endeavor. Um, when I started my business, I had just studied hypnotherapy and sort of took a hypnotherapy certification course because I had just learned past life regression therapy. And I thought if I was going to do that, even just to practice on my friends, that I would be better off if I took a hypnotherapy certification course. So I did that. And I was actually living in a teeny tiny um, place with my boyfriend at the time. And it was like 350 square feet. And there was just no way I could possibly practice these new skills that I had just learned in this teeny tiny space that we were coexisting in. So I had the idea of why don't I rent a space that I could practice. And like a few weeks after that, I happened upon this uh, office I could lease for like so cheap. And within the span of 10 days of seeing the office, I had signed a lease, registered my business, got a DBA, which is doing business as, so registered the name of my business with the state. I had a website, I had business cards, I had a logo, all this stuff happened in the span of like 11 days. So I went from being like a bartender and a nomad and a vagabond to suddenly being a business owner and having to figure out who the heck I was now as someone who owns a business, because I hadn't really intended to go into business. I just wanted to practice this new stuff that I was playing with. And yeah, that sort of evolved. And I decided after a while that a lot of the transformation my clients were getting was happening before we even went into hypnosis. So I was like, why don't I just call myself a coach? 
So I started navigating being a coach and figuring that out. And all the while I was building out content. I was learning about sales funnels. I was figuring out how to make online courses and launch things and develop my email marketing strategies and all this stuff was happening in the background. And after a while, I realized that the coaching wasn't really taking off. I wasn't really finding who I wanted to talk to and I wasn't really having the conversations that were lighting me up. And after a while, one of my friends, I was having a heart to heart and I was like, Karen, will you just please tell me what I'm good at? Like, I obviously can't see myself clearly and like, tell me what the world needs for me. Like, I don't get it because these businesses weren't growing the way that I wanted them to grow, even though I was showing up and doing so much of the work. And she pointed to the fact that I had this passion for creating content and this passion for systemizing and automating and making it streamlined and easy and technically like strategic and that she needed my help with that. And that a lot of the coaches and holistic practitioners that I had become connected to through networking for my hypno and coaching business all needed that support. Like heart-centered people are really great at what they do and they often really struggle at showing up and doing the work to actually develop their content and then putting that together in such a way that it's not hard to continue delivering that content to their people, that it's easy and effortless and happening in the background all the time. So fortunately, the day after I had that conversation with Karen, I had won this game at a workshop I was at, and I had the chance to give a speech in front of a group of people. And overnight, I rewrote my whole talk to be about online marketing, basically, and content development support instead of being about coaching. And I was speaking to all my perfect target audience. And so I ended up getting three clients from that, and that changed my financial reality immediately. And I also started to recognize um, at that same time, I was discovering the tools of access consciousness and sort of rewriting my stories about being a starving artist and having all these limiting beliefs and what it meant to be someone who had money and that all these projections and expectations and conclusions I had made about financial well-being were all lies. So simultaneously, I was changing the entire focus of my business and I was overcoming all of this inner work um, and limiting beliefs and decisions that had been blocking me from receiving money. And a couple of weeks later, I had a $5,000 month. And a few months after that, I had my first $10,000 month. And it's just been this like ecstatic unfolding of who I am and who I serve. And for the last five or so years, it's been helping other coaches and holistic practitioners and really heart-centered business owners who provide services to get out of their own way and do the inner work to unblock themselves and also the outer work to really show up powerfully. That was a long, long answer to a short question. That's awesome. Wow. (laughs) That's such a great story. Um, Wow. I, I know there's so many of the fempreneurs that I can think of personally. I'm thinking of all their names right now who, you know, who are going to be watching this and or listening to this on the podcast who are like, yeah, that's happening to me right now. <laughs> so yeah. that's so cool. I think that's so cool when we, we start to go down one path and then the world leads us in another. And I want to emphasize the importance of asking others what they think you're good at. Like, has that not been super pivotal for you, Molly, more than once in your life? Yeah, life-changing. And sometimes your family aren't the best people to answer that, you know? Mm -hmm. Not everyone gets a super supportive, like, super proud of you family. And I just want to say that your family may not, your even your best friends may not have the awareness of what you're pushing towards and what you're reaching for and what you desire to create in your future. They might not have the awareness to really grok that. So I think in addition to having people who can witness you and see 
what you're creating, it's also really valuable to have community that are pushing towards similar goals as you. So, you know, if I had gone to my mom, my mom loves me and she's so supportive of me, but she might not have been able to witness the leader I was becoming in the way my friend Karen had seen me professionally. So it's really important to have community that can see that in you and, and remind you of who you're pushing to become or who you're expanding into before you can even see it for yourself. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that's, that's been the power in the YYC Fempreneur community. Like, obviously, I've taught, like, you know, hundreds of women, all the marketing things I know, and they've all surrounded each other and taught each other really cool stuff, too. But it's been that instant team that they get when they join. And now they have, you know, 10, 20, 30 female entrepreneurs that they get to talk to whenever they want or need to and they get that feedback from them it's it's so powerful and that's what I'm so excited about with this conference because already so many new and valuable connections are being made and yeah it's just it's magical and so back to your story so what are some of the most challenging things you've had to overcome while growing your business and like just those gold nuggets that you wish more female entrepreneurs knew about or how to do or yeah, for sure. So those first couple of years when I was sort of moving really like I'm a creator, I make things and I make things happen. And so I was going full steam ahead as a hypnotherapist and like everything I was creating was about that and all the networking and stuff I was doing was all about that. So it felt like a grieving process to say that's mm -hmm. not who I am and that's not what I do anymore. And I think a lot of people get stuck thinking that I started my business doing this. So I have to keep doing this and I'm just <laughs> going to push until I beat my head against the wall because oh. it's so much scarier to say, I don't know what I'm doing and now mm -hmm. I have to go figure it out again. So there's yeah. two sides of this one. There's some of us, some of us, I'll include myself in this that have shiny object syndrome when we think, Oh, this isn't working. <laughs> I'll just move in a new direction. And so we start something yeah. and then we kick it to the side and we start something and we kick it to the side and we just start yeah. doing this thing of something else will be better. And that's one side of the coin. The other side of the coin is I can't give up on this because look at how much work I've done. And that means yes. if I were to start over, I'd be starting over from ground zero and that would yeah. feel like failure. And I'm yeah. not willing to fail. I'm just going to keep pushing. So there's a balance right. in between those where it's actually really okay to listen to your intuition, to trust yourself, to know that your path is meandering in a new direction and to yeah. recognize that and, and continue forward. And it's actually um, really okay to have those new ideas and to pursue them. But we have to be aware of, are we pursuing them because this one got challenging and we want to move in a new direction because that'll be easy and fun. And like, I'll get to have new ideas instead of having to understand what I'm already creating. And then there's also the truth, which I think a lot of people need to hear, which is when you go in a new direction, you are never starting over you are pivoting from the place that you've arrived to and you're mm. turning into a new direction. You're not going back to square one, ground zero. You're going forward from where you've already gotten to. So all yeah. that stuff, all that stuff that I created for hypnotherapy, all those things that I learned, those have integrated into my work. All the stuff yeah. that I ended up learning when I tried to be a coach for money and I tried to be a relationship coach and I tried to be a purpose coach and nothing was really landing that all of that became information and tools that I still teach now in just a different window, just a different mm -hmm. doorway for different people. Um, yeah. So don't be afraid to move in a new direction when you're being called that way. 
and pay attention if that's just you getting bored with what you're working on and avoiding doing the actual follow through and the work. Because for some people, it's just so exciting to start over and start something new um, that <laughs> I would challenge you to look at. Is that something new, a distraction from what you're actually here to do? And is it keeping you from focusing in? And then for mm. the people on the other side of the spectrum, know that you're not starting over. Okay, so would you say that if someone's in that situation where they're feeling like they might be pulled in a different direction, like maybe they need a new website now, maybe they need to do some new, start a new Instagram account for that talent that people are telling them they have that they should pursue, what's the litmus test for that? Or like, what, is it a matter of time that you wait? Is it a certain number of people that you ask? Like, how did that work for you when you were sure you should kind of move away from hypnotherapy yeah. into marketing for lack of a better word? Yeah, that is a great question. And honestly, I think that the website and that the new Instagram feed should come last. Like, sure, go grab that handle. If you decided on what the new name of your business is going to be, grab that yeah. handle on Instagram, grab that domain name so that you have it if, if that's really the way to move. But I would start with working with people, having conversations, building out the product or the program or the content and seeing how that lands and seeing if that gives you more feedback. Everything we create is creating a feedback loop for us. And if we can start recognizing that the data coming back to us is lighting us up, like these are the conversations I was on this, put on this earth to be having, that yeah. is the direction to keep moving in. But if we just say, okay, I need to stop everything, build a new website, get new headshots, make a new logo. Um, we start putting this work in front of us so that we don't actually have to show up and do the work yet. And I think that's why some people continue that shiny object syndrome. Oh, if I just start a new business, mm -hmm. then I can focus on all this nitty gritty backend stuff. And I don't actually have to go show up in the world and do the work. I got all this extra time to sit back and, yeah. and figure it out. And I'd say, yes, figuring it out is part of the process, but that figuring it out happens so much faster and that clarity comes so much faster when we're willing to show up and actually start doing the work and working with the people and having conversations first. That is gonna give you so much more feedback about whether or not this is the right direction to move in. Wow, I'm so excited for your session at the conference. I can't <laughs> wait. Um, this is such a, a oh, such a huge topic that comes up time and time again. Another thing I wanted to ask you from your personal experience, when it comes to building tools and courses and things, you know, taking your brain and building things that people can use to, you know, take your knowledge, a lot of the women in the fempreneur community, and I did this too, they get so stressed out about building something and they'll put hours and hours and hours into building something, whether it be a website, whether it be a course before they've even told the world that it's coming and they haven't even marketed it. They don't even know if anyone wants it. Right. But they like, I put probably like hundreds of hours into things that no one ever signed up for or bought. Like, yeah. how do you kind of do that? Like what? Yeah. I mean, I I've done that too. And that is who I was. That's why all those, I was putting all this energy into content creation and making a course and making a sales funnel before I ever showed it to anyone who would actually go and try it out. So the answer to this the solution for anyone watching is called pre-selling. And what pre-selling is, yes, you have to create the landing page or the checkout page or whatever where someone could register or they could opt in. And yes, you need to know what it is. So you want to name it and you want to outline what's going in it and get all your tools figured out and what's going to go in there. 
so that people know it's for them or it's not for them. So really clear who this is for and who this is not for. What is the like promised value, the deliverable? What are they, what can they expect to get out of it when they finish that course or they finish that free gift or whatever they're jumping into? What's their life going to be like after that? So some sort of perceived value. And then how do they actually register? How do they actually click or opt in or finish the checkout cart? That's the majority of all you need to figure out. Don't go building out hours of video content and like miles of templates and all this content (laughs) until someone has put down their money. Because when you're saying, hey, this is cool. Would you guys be interested in this? And they say, yeah, that sounds great. They're being nice. They're being supportive, but they haven't actually put their email address in or put their credit card down to say, yeah, I actually would come and purchase that from you. And until someone has, you don't want to build out all that content. So you still need to do the work to figure it out, but you don't have to do the work to flesh it all out. And I mean, I just created a course this past month called Create, Launch, Deliver, which is helping people develop their first or next course or program and all the nitty gritty stats about launching it, creating it, and then delivering it. And I, I only gave myself a week to launch it because I have a five-day challenge and then the program started the week after, the dead week after that. Um, mm-hmm. So I put the sales page together just to see, is anybody going to buy this? this? Is the new course? I haven't prom- pr- like promoted this specific thing yet. Um, even though I help my clients build courses and launch them all the time, I hadn't set up my own program for that. And then every, like people joined it, people bought it. And I had that one week to flesh out that first module of content. And it was like go mode. I had to clear some calls off my schedule just so that I could follow through on that content that I had promised they were going to get. But what happens when you do that is there's suddenly a fire under your butt mm-hmm. to create all that content. Suddenly people have put their money down. You're not going to him and haw about that for a year, wondering when you're going to sit down and finish that content. You're not the one generating the energy to produce it. It's now suddenly demanded of you. So it's Mm -hmm. actually so much easier to create the content for your course and to sit down and make those videos or sit down and write those templates or show up to those calls to facilitate them because people have said, yes, I'm in and given you their money and you're not going to go back on that. I mean, maybe circumstances arise and you have to, but for the most part, you're going to show up and meet that need. So it's a, a lot more exciting when you pre-sell your course like that too, because suddenly there's a fire under your butt that wouldn't otherwise have been there. Yeah, absolutely. Oh man, it's so good to it's so good to just be talking to you about this stuff, Molly. Like it's it's so great. So something is happening here in Canada right now. I'm not sure if you're aware. I'm sure it's very similar there, but I don't honestly really know because I don't watch the news. <laughs> so just last night massage therapists, lashes, all the beauty industry people that touch people, uh, massage therapists, they've all been shut down for four weeks, maybe longer. So today is the first day where there's really a heaviness on social media. I'm finding some posts and some things. So really, you know, this message of how to pivot and how to create things that people need and how to monetize your brain without having to touch people or be in the room with them. Like it's so timely and I'm so happy to be introducing you to the community because I know you have some really great stuff on your website, some free tools, and you've got your, tell us about the quizzes. Tell us how those quizzes kind of started coming to be part of your marketing strategy and how they've helped you uh, serve more people and meet more people. Yeah. And I'll touch on the question you just asked first too, for a second, which is um, yeah. the body workers and the people who are a hands-on practice. Just imagine all the bodies that desire those services 
not getting any for a whole month. And some of those are people with relationships. That's great. And some of those are people who are single and who are in their homes by themselves in quarantine. Those people Mm. are really going to need your support once those doors open again. So don't be afraid to run a flash sale and say, Hey, I know your body's going to need this coming up, or I'm sure you're like really excited for your next haircut or whatever. Maybe you run a small discount if people buy a gift card during this time, or maybe they can gift. I mean, it's the holiday season right now. Maybe they can gift their loved one with a gift certificate for that. Don't be afraid to show up and say, Hey, I need support. My business isn't able to run right now. If you have the means and you want, and you know, you're a loving client of mine, please prepay for your services right now Mm -hmm. and see if that's possible. Because I personally, obviously I was in, luckily in the online marketing game before COVID hit. So it's been great for me, but I was pre, I was buying massages in advance. I was buying um, art from my friends who were artists and like supporting so many different people that I could see, but I'd only did that when they reached out and they posted on social media or they sent an email saying, Hey, gift certificates right now. That would really help me. It would change my life. Being willing to show up vulnerably and say, I need your support and I would love to make it a win-win situation. If you want to pre-buy something that is actually of value, that don't be afraid to do that. It's okay. We all have your back. We love you. We're your clients and your support system for a reason, but we can't show up for people if we don't know that there's a need unless we're just like psychically in tune and not everyone (laughs) is tuned into that psychic level. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So don't be afraid and ask for it. And that's another great reason to have an email list so that when times like this show up, you can contact your people and say, Hey, I'm doing this thing. Show us for all the hairdressers and massage therapists watching or listening right now, lash girls, like all of you waxers, um, like all the things you do, like Botox injectors, whatever you do that you can't do right now. If you don't have an email list, like Molly said, Go to MailChimp.com. It's free. You can build a massive uh, email list over the next four weeks. You can serve people while they're stuck at home and you can't see them and touch them and beautify them or make them feel better. You can make them feel better in other ways. And yeah. 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 MailChimp is a free option. I dork out on tools. So I'm just going to say if you're trying to build an information-based business or do more messaging and segmentation of your list down the road, even if you don't know what segmentation is, I would not use MailChimp. Um, active right. campaign is only nine bucks a month for under 500 people. Um, but for people who are maybe just doing that one service, then yeah, sure. MailChimp is great. A great way. Yeah, to act- It's called around. active campaign. Active campaign is a much better tool for anyone who needs oh, okay. to do any kind of segmentation. Segmentation is basically, I want to send this email just to people who clicked the link last time I talked about this, or I want to send this email to everyone on my list, except people who have bought this one thing. And promoting this right again. so instead of telling the same person who bought it hey come buy this I don't want them to see that email I want everybody else but them to see that email and that gets right. complicated MailChimp is trying to figure it out with tags and stuff but <laughs> it is just so much simpler to create email sequences and to segment your audience on other platforms yeah absolutely yeah. MailChimp is definitely not great for all the nitty-gritty stuff um I find it's just where I've always done things. And um, I do have a lot of MailChimp tutorial videos on YouTube because it's so fun sometimes to try to figure things out. And when I do figure out how to do something, I'm like, that is not easy to figure out. Like I'm going to make a video showing people how to do it. And that's actually how I met one of the other speakers at the conference from across the border, Sharon Hughes. 
she's in LA and she found me because she Googled something to do with MailChimp yeah. and she found my YouTube video and it was, awesome. was so funny though. Yeah. So yeah, MailChimp kind of sucks, but it is free up to 2000 contacts. I think you don't have any money and you don't even have nine bucks a month. It's great, I guess. But if you have a better option, I'm definitely going to check that out. That's awesome. Yeah, Active we can campaign. Out about that. Active campaign yeah. is my favorite tool for the job. Um, some other ones that are a little pricier are a constant contact you know, click funnels, of course, but that's like a whole nother add on to the platform. If you're just looking for yeah. email automation, active campaign is a really great alternative okay. to MailChimp. That's and cool. I'm going to check it out. Yeah, I can geek out on that with you too, for sure. Yeah, we should um, do that for sure. Which segues us really nicely to talking about quizzes because quizzes are yeah. an amazing way to start segmenting your audience from the get go. So I'll give you an example for my quiz is called the thought leaders quiz or what level of thought leader are you? And I geeked out on this framework that has now become the quiz and it's been part of my Oracle deck. And now I've just written a book about this framework and how my life has been an example of it. But basically I figured out there's like, for me, a spectrum of people who are in business who might need my support. Some people are just starting out and they need to start figuring out how to build their list or how to create content in the first place or how to show up. And then there's people at every other stage of the journey up to, you know, the people with already a huge list who have been doing this for 10 to 20 years who are finally ready to create that course or program or to systemize their business in a better way. And all of those people show up to work with me sometimes. And yet I don't want to message to them the same way. I'm not going to tell the you know, people who have been in business for 20 years, how to start an email list, because that's not relevant to them. And I'm not going to tell the people over here how to necessarily, you know, do some of the more advanced tasks, because that's just not where they're at yet. Um, mm -hmm. So for me, it was a way of bringing in people who are my ideal clients and getting to know them right from the start by asking nine or less questions. And through their answer to that question, I figure out which of those five categories they fall into. And depending on which category they fell into, they go into a different email sequence inside of ActiveCampaign and get messaging that is completely catered to them and where, where I know they're at on the journey um, because of how they answered those, those questions. So it's not just making, it, it is, it's making something fun that people like to engage with, something called gamification. So yeah. it's, it's a really pleasurable experience for them to go and be asked questions about themselves. People love to be asked questions about themselves. It's a really yeah. connected way to start the conversation with somebody who doesn't know who I am yet. And then through the process of those nine questions, I learn something about them and they learn something about them because they're mm -hmm. asking some deep questions in addition to some more demographical questions. Um, not really demographical, but like how big is your list right now? How many clients are you working with? That kind of thing. And yeah. then on the back end, they get, in exchange for their email address, they get a beautiful 16 page PDF all about their archetype. I use some archetypes from the major arcana of the tarot. So it's a little bit magical. Um, oh, wow. All about their archetype, what their blind spot is with that archetype, what to be focusing on and where, how to start stepping into that next level of whatever the next archetype would be and how to just be aware of that from the get go. And then they get invited to join something um, that isn't free if they want to. And if not, they get to be on my email list and get juicy content from me that isn't a call to action, that isn't selling them anything for mm -hmm. as long as they want to be on the email list. So it's a really wow. amazing way. It, it's grown. I haven't done the math recently, but it's something like 12x my email list in the last 
two years of this. So do you build those quizzes in what's it called again? No, the emails happen in active campaign, but the the quizzes, the quiz can happen on there's so many different quiz platforms out there now because people have caught on that this is a fancy thing. I use bucket.io. Okay, because that's a really robust and amazing tool. And Uh I've spent the time tweaking the funnel enough that it doesn't it's not the expense is worth it for me because it's growing my list and it's creating new clients in my world. But there are other options. There's a cheap one. If you're on WordPress, there's a thrive themes quiz builder, which is Mm. a plugin that you can add to a WordPress website that does quizzes. The main thing I will just say, because I have a course about how to create quiz funnels like this. um, If you're choosing a quiz building platform, just make sure that it integrates with your list platform. So most of Mm. them are probably going to integrate with MailChimp. Not all of them will. Um, But that's the main thing. You want to be able to say, okay, this person got this type and that data is being transferred over to wherever you're sending the emails from, because otherwise you have to send everybody the same email and that hasn't segmented your list in the way that you wanted it to. Right. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, Okay. Do you want to give a little teaser on what you're going to be presenting at your workshop at the Founders Leadership and Marketing Conference? Yeah, absolutely. So we're talking about magic and marketing. And basically, I mean, we've touched on a lot of the points today in lesser detail, but there are two sides of you running your business. There's your being, your soul, your spirit, the energetic side of you that allows income to show up or that blocks it, um, that allows content to come forward or that blocks it, that allows you to get visible or that blocks it. And then there's the side of you that actually is doing the work to show up and creating the content and making things happen. And there's strategies that go into place for making that easy and streamlined and um, not such a slog to every week wonder, what am I going to post on social media? Or like, when am I going to email my list? And (laughs) all those hard, difficult things that we do. So there's two sides. There's the being and the doing. And we're going to talk about how to get out of our own way on both of those sides. Awesome. 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 Um, So yeah, you do a lot of things. So before you take off, uh, I'd love for you to share all the things you do. I mean, you've got the podcast, you've recently written a book, you do all sorts of things. Do you want to sort of share with us more of what your business looks like kind of from a, (laughs) from from a few steps back? (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot. I I don't, I want to caveat this and say, don't be intimidated by how much I've created because this has been years of creating different things. So like I have an Oracle deck, I have a podcast, I've written a book. It's not yet published because I am going the traditional route to try and get a publisher instead of self-publish it. Wow. Um, cool. But that's because I come from a family of writers and that feels possible to me. And then I have a myriad of free um, content about the Money Machine Blueprint is about how a sales funnel even works, how to start thinking about email automation. I have courses about how to set up your email list as well. I have got that free quiz, which you can take, which is at wildheartsriseup.com slash quiz. And then I've also created a course about how to create quizzes called Quiz Mastery. And um, with my one-on-one clients, I mostly work with coaches and holistic practitioners and service-based thought leaders, emerging thought leaders. Mm -hmm. And I help them to both craft their deep, deep work into inspiring content and hot copy and also get out of their own way so that they can show up and do the work that they're on this earth to do. And yeah. a lot of times we're creating courses, we're, we're synthesizing their work into content and programs and courses that they can actually sh- sell and share with more people. 
And sometimes that looks like a whole sales funnel. And sometimes that looks like just setting up the first course so that it can start selling. But yeah, there's tons of resources on my website and obviously follow me on Instagram. If you want to see more of my crazy life, I also built this tiny home in a sprinter van and travel full time while running my six figure business. So you can live whatever dream you want to live and still be successful. Nice. I love I love that you live in that van. That is so cool. Thank you so much, Molly, for being here. So the best place to get you and to get kind of a constant update on what you're up to is probably getting one of those free gifts so that people are on your email list, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Wildheartsreserve.com and you'll see a bunch of stuff. There's a free stuff tab. Nice. Yeah, your website's awesome. It's so user friendly and so fantastic. Um, Yeah, you're just such a wealth of knowledge. I'm so grateful to have met you. One thing that I want to leave the audience with that's listening or watching right now, and then and then I'll turn it over to you, Molly, for closing uh, message is don't assume that everyone is broke right now. Like don't assume that everyone has no money to buy things to invest in your knowledge to support you like back to what Molly was saying about putting yourself out there right now. You have a business and people have money and people have money and they want to exchange it for things that you have that they need. And that is always going to be the case. So never ever stop promoting the things you have. It's the way you do it that makes a difference. And if you don't know how to do that, make sure you're at the conference. Uh, January 4th to 7th, we've actually added a fourth day because we have so many women interested in attending and so many speakers interested in sharing their knowledge. But yeah, so that's my my message I want to leave everyone with. And I want Molly to hit it home and then we'll wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I just want to say thank you for having me on the show. And I'm really excited for everyone showing up to that conference to receive some of the magic that's available to everyone. Um, and I'm very excited to interview you on my podcast this afternoon. So everybody stay yeah. tuned for that too. But yeah, keep going. Don't give up. The temperature of insanity on the world right now is high and it is possible to stay safe and keep running your business. So don't give up. Keep going. The The stuff that's coming to you is tapping you on the shoulder for a reason. You were put here to do great things. So keep showing up and keep doing the work to get out of your own way so that the work that needs to come through you can come through you. And what I always say at the end of my videos is, um, keep asking me questions and taking bold action because you're here for a reason. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Love it. Okay. Thanks so much, Molly. Looking forward to chatting with you later on today and having you at the conference and, uh, yeah, probably being part of a lot of the things that you're going to be up to in the coming weeks and months and years. So Thank thanks you. for coming into my life. <laughs> <laughs> Likewise. Wow. <laughs> Wasn't that an incredible episode? I'm so grateful to have met Molly. Um, We actually met because we both have podcasts and we both are members of a platform called Audrey, A-U-D-R-Y dot I-O. So if you have a podcast or you know someone who has a podcast, you may want to recommend that they go check it out. It's a free way to connect with other podcasters so that you can interview each other and, you know, expose your audiences to other like-minded podcast hosts. So I'm so grateful for Audrey.io. I'm so grateful for Molly. Um, And again, to have Molly speaking at the Fempreneurs Leadership and Marketing Conference is going to be such a blessing to, you know, hopefully over 200 women who show up. Um, January 4th to 7th is the conference. Go grab your ticket now. YYCfempreneurs.com. My name is Lindsay Berry. Um, I'm so thrilled to have you listening to the podcast. Please share it with another Fempreneur right now before you forget. And I'll talk to you real soon. Bye for now.